Hello, and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound and video games. I'm Noel. I am Nathan. And today we are talking about the Octes. 2023s. Gaming. What are the Octes? Gaming's biggest night in sound and <laughs> gaming's music. Biggest night in sound. The loudest <laughs> of the nights. Yeah, the Game Arc- Awards were like a week ago. So. Yes, yes, yes. Which we also have... had categories akin to our two categories. We Ooh, are going. This is to actually do. true. Yeah, we're going. We're going to do our, our favorites score. Original soundtrack is the first category, and then audio design is the second. We haven't like played everything that a lot of people have in a lot of these kind of top lists, so that's why we're stipulating this as our favorites. But I think we'll. Yes. I think we had pretty good coverage here. I feel like we'll Me and you... be pretty good. Me and you as two people who play games in their spare time, the games we have played this year or have sunk time into this year, favorites in like, yeah, like score, music, OST, and then favorites like audio design overall, which I'd argue audio design can incorporate score, but I, I, I figure like if we're breaking this down into categories just to like slate them, I'd say our favorite score is a little more focused on the music itself um still kind of how the game uses the music potentially but like you know a little more focused on the actual music and the audio design is a little more holistic you know everything including sound and sound effects and anything it uses music for does it do cool things with the sound whatever that's more like audio design yeah yep well said um yeah the line's blurry but we'll do our best yeah and we're gonna choose our our top five in each yeah. category, we're going to whittle it down. We can maybe take turns nominating, and yes. then we'll try to agree on a top five for each. Yeah, we each we each kind of have our own personal lists, and this this episode will be us trying to come up with our definitive <laughs> top five. I hope... I, I have, like, a list of five for each of these that I have just compiled myself, and a couple, like, honorable mention, like, extras just to have around. And I'm hoping we overlap with some of them because that'll make it much easier. I'm <laughs> wondering if we're going to have like totally different lists of five, but we'll find out. We'll agree. I can't imagine we will, but it'll be exciting to see. Okay. That'll Which one are we doing first? Score? Um, Let's do score. Okay. Yeah. And I think we, we, we can just take turns like nominating, maybe give a quick pitch, and then I think we can whittle down. I'm going to kind of do like, I'm going to not make my like top ones on my list first, probably, mm. and then kind of work my way down, and then we can, you know. Maybe yep. like consolidate if we have to. From yeah, there, I, I have a hunch. Things. Yeah, your, your top ones will probably be on my list, and my top ones will probably be on your list somewhere. So maybe different spots. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, you go first, okay. Nate. Start us off. I go first. Yeah. Okay, so my my first nomination for favorite score this year um, is the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda games always have pretty good music, but um, Tears of the Kingdom does really cool stuff with not only the music from Breath of the Wild, but just music from other games in the series. It has like cool, like it, it, it is a lot of just more Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways. Like it even uses some of the same music. Yeah. But there's just so much more to that game than Breath of the Wild had, and the way it remixes and plays with some of those themes and just some of the Zelda themes in general, and also introduces its new stuff. And just uses it to like set a good vibe throughout the game itself. Um, and like just the sheer variety of like ambient tracks as you're just kind of like 
riding your horse through a field and then like kind of big boss moment tracks. It just has a good variety. And I think it it's, it's why it's up there for me. Yep. I wish I had played legend of Zelda, but it is still on my list just because like I listened to the soundtrack while driving somewhere on a trip. Anyway, it's Zelda. It's a Zelda soundtrack. It's very good. Cool. I'm going to put it, I'm going to just start a, like a, a nominee's list and then we can kind of sure. select our faves from there. Okay. Sure, sure. We have a shared Google doc we're going to do this with. So yep. you're, you're probably going to hear me typing in the background of this episode. <laughs> yeah. My keyboard's loud. So I'll, I'll defer that to you. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. My, my highest one up that I suspect that you probably will also have in here somewhere is Baldur's Gate 3. Why Baldur's Gate Three, Noel? It's 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 a it's the 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 depth of music here is crazy, and the breadth of music here is crazy. There's just so much. It's so well composed. It does that thing really well where it's like not annoying, even though you hear it a lot of times. It's just like a feat of sound. Um, yeah, it fits the game very very well. Oh, like I, I it, I don't know. It's we talked, I think, on the episode about how it, you know, th- th- there's a lot of moments in that game that feel like this is what I'd be playing if I was doing like a tabletop campaign. Or I try to find music like this to like have in the background, but it's just like there. And because it like actually is kind of reacting slightly to what you're doing, it's like all the cooler. For yeah, it. it's just a good fa- like it's not doing anything too wild instruments wise or anything. It's just a great fantasy soundtrack. Good fantasy soundtrack. It's good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> cool. I also had Baldur's Gate in my list, so I figured yeah, Baldur's yep. Gate's good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um another one on my list is Final Fantasy 16. pretty high on my list this year um final fantasy games always have good music um i actually kind of cooled on final fantasy 16 as a game (laughs) overall (laughs) by the time i beat it but the music was consistently good um and i think it um it does a good job of just introducing its own it's got like a great battle theme some really great just moments a really great motif um the composer soken like really loves like just to reuse themes in like a bunch of ways. But um also just really cool callbacks to other Final Fantasies, like most of them do, but like specific really cool kind of like smaller callbacks to like 14 in particular, which is the other one that he has scored. Mm, um, right, right. And we talked about this a little bit on the episode, yeah. but it just overall I was like, even <laughs> even I was ready to be done with that game and it was continuing, I was like, well, at least I'll get to hear some more cool music. So that was <laughs> a big one for me. Yeah, nice. All right, hit me with your next. Um, next one. This probably won't be won't be shared. Uh, is okay. Diablo Diablo Four? Diablo's good. I like Diablo score a lot. This is probably one that most people wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. I I just really like all of this game when, when we when we did our episode on it we'd only played like the first zone but i felt the rest held up really well it's one of those games where i like i've played it a lot and i still don't like playing it without like the sound on you know like you know those games where like i've played yeah. this like 100 and 
50 hours or whatever in this zone specifically like i've put a ton of time into this and i still don't like to like listen to a podcast while i'm playing it because i want to hear the sound and the music uh and yeah i think they just it was like an exercise in kind of like bringing things back again and like simplifying this like it's a really good somber score that like sits in the background really nicely uh yeah which i think is a thing that when we're like nominating things it's like it's not super flashy or poppier in your face but it like it just sits there and is sad and uh it it does it well yeah now that was on my that was it, it was in my in my list of cool games like scores this year that i very much enjoyed um yeah, Diablo 4. It's got a good one. I, I have admittedly cut it off, like, the score and just, like, thrown on, like, a podcast or something in the past. But every time I turn the music back on, I'm like, oh, right, this is really good. Like, the Kiovashad theme, yeah. every time I get back there and, like, the violin comes in, I'm like, oh, the yeah, town this is themes. really nice. They're so good. Yeah, the town themes are good. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole thing is good. Yeah. Very good game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> I realize that all of my games have been, like, uh, like JRPGs. Well, so <laughs> yes, I also had Baldur's Gate as as one of my as one of my top ones this year. So that probably would have been my next nomination. But I'm just gonna go down the list again. Yeah. Um, so this is the first one I think of all we've talked so far about that we have not talked about on the show. Um, but this is Octopath Traveler Two. It's Octopath Traveler One had just like one of the like best scores in a JRPG, and actually, I went to, this is a recurring theme with my picks this year. I, I didn't really like the first Octopath Traveler very much. I like the second one a lot more, um, but the score in both those games is undeniably just like it just. It's just good JRPG music. I'll, nice. I'll throw some clips in behind it, but huge variety of them. It's like eight separate stories, so it plays with like a lot of different like styles and things too. Um, so like each character kind of has their own motifs going on. There's like kind of different like settings because they're all coming from different places. So like cool uses of themes and different battle themes. There's just like a lot of music just crammed in there. Um, and that's all very very good. Listen to it a lot outside of the game, which is always a good sign to me. So Octopath Two. Nice. Yeah, I wish I'd. This is one that I, I don't, I don't anticipate getting to anytime soon. But yeah, yeah. Um, Good yeah. music. I have tangents I want to go on, but we should keep going. Okay, I, I don't think yeah. we talked about this one at all either. Um, my next one is Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. came out this year. That was the beginning of this year. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a good Harry Potter theme. It's got the Harry Potter whimsy. I feel like it's kind of easy to build on John Williams's foundational work there and kind of keep doing the thing, but it did it really well. Um, yeah, kind of you know uses uses the Harry Potter theme, the Hedwig theme, Hedwig's theme. Interesting way. Does it make you feel like you're in like a Harry Potter movie? I haven't played Hogwarts Legacy yet. Uh, yeah. I would say yeah. so. I think that's the goal, right? If it kind of, yeah. you know, feels like it reminiscent of that, then it has succeeded. The magic the is goal. not dispelled. It's the good. The magic is not gone. <laughs> Despite J.K. Rowling's best efforts, we're still here. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, all right. 
I'm... <laughs> okay, I have one more. It is yet another JRPG we haven't talked about. <laughs> Literally, okay, I... I had Baldur's Gate was my one that wasn't. Is it, so is it Sea of Stars, Nathan? Is it sea of Stars? Uh, no, it's not Sea of Stars, actually. Oh. This, is a, this is a weirder pick. Yeah, um, okay. This pick is Honkai Star Rail. Uh, um, which is a mobile and PC and now PlayStation gotcha free-to-play <laughs> RPG by the same people who make Genshin Impact, um, which is, to be fair, Genshin Impact um, is known for having a very, very, very good score, I think. Like, people, if you look, look on YouTube, you'll get a lot of, like, relax and Genshin music. Right, like, right. <laughs> those are all over the place. Um, but the Honkai soundtrack is really cool um, because it just has a lot of, it's kind of like Octopath, where it just has a lot of different style, but, like, Octopath is all kind of like fantasy adjacent stuff, whereas Honkai is like a sci-fi game. Mm-hmm. And you're going like different planets and it the game launched, if I remember right, with like this like space station that you start on, this kind of like icy planet you go to, and then eventually this um kind of like China inspired um sort of like area world thing. And so each area is like really distinct like music and it's all very high quality and it's all just very good. And I just, I'm impressed with like the variety of styles and variety of everything they're just, they're doing in there. Um, and just the quality of all of it for like a free to play game. I was playing on my phone. It's like once I plugged in like headphones and played it on my PC, I was like, Oh wow, this is impressive. So that's up there for me. Yeah. I think I, you, I feel like you sound overly apologetic and I think a lot of people, like we'll really it's a like gotcha this game. game. Yeah, it's like, a really it, it, it's a really yeah. good game. I spent like not very much money on it. I've had a, I've very much gotten my um like time like my my worth out of it, and I've had a good time. But I know people are very anti gotcha games. I don't play really any others as far as I'm. I don't think yeah. But Honkai, good um good game, good score. If nothing else, the scores on Spotify would recommend. Nice, good. Cool. Okay, my last one is one. I haven't actually played myself, but I watched a friend play it when I was over, and then I like watched some streams following it. And this one is Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush is really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> I, we talked about this before. I'm usually not big into scores with like a lot of vocals and stuff going on, but I felt like I couldn't not mention Hi-Fi Rush. Just yeah. it's just like, man, it was it's so entertaining to watch because of the sound then like this one's like this is one of them where i was kind of like maybe it should be higher up because of sound design but like the gameplay is so tied to the music it's kind of hard to separate them um yeah so i put it here but like i don't i don't know i i I haven't found myself like going and listening to the soundtrack but whenever i'm like playing or you know watching people play it or talking to people about it's like man it's just like so captivating it uses sound to pull you in so well uh, yeah, so it, I will say, so Hi-Fi Rush is like, um, I, I, I put, I ranked it very high, my audio design list for basically the reasons that you just said, like, it was probably the game that I thought did like my favorite just things with sound overall this yeah, yeah. year. So I'm getting ahead of myself into the audio design category. Spoilers for my top pick there. Um, but like the score itself, like, like you said, I didn't really listen to it outside of it. And I think some of the best moments in that game were like its use of like licensed music and like when it dropped in the game. Yeah. Um, cool. But even then, just like 
the levels and the way it incorporated the music into the gameplay uh, and everything was just really incredible. So I I would be very happy to also give it a score. Um, I'm going to fight for an audio design, but I think, you know, it has a great score as well. So cool. I think that's it, awesome. right? Those are our... Those are our yeah. Nominees. I think those are. I have like some honorable mention options, but let's see if we can. Let's see if we can get. Let's see if we can narrow down our list of nominees down. Okay, so we have Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate Three, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Diablo Four, uh, Octopath Traveler Two. Yep. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. Honkai, and then Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. Honkai Star Rail. Excuse me. Okay. And Hi-Fi Rush. So I feel like so I we've think, got some that are like pretty clear front runners here in, with Baldur's Gate and Zelda. Like I, I think yes, that those. I say Baldur's Gate, Zelda, and we also didn't we overlap? Oh, you you mentioned Diablo, and I think I I, I would be very happy with Hi-Fi Rush. So I think I'm good with those three. I think are easy lock-ins for our just like games that should show up. Okay. On the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you think those should be our that. top three to make this easy? I would. I would very, I, I would be very happy with Zelda or Baldur's Gate in our, in like for, for like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, yes, actually, yeah. I mean, it's our, it's, our, it's the octes between us. So I <laughs> yeah. think if we both agreed, then yes. The or, question is, what order should we do this in? Um, mm, that's tough because we both. I mean, my my number one probably personally is Zelda, but you didn't play Zelda. I'm not gonna like make you commit to having Zelda. I mean, number Zelda one is on, on my podcast. list as well. Like I listened to the Zelda score several times. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's it's in my like work working music, you know, playlist. Like, <laughs> it's pretty it's, good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I feel like Zelda or Baldur's Gate would be like one of my would be my, my no. Top I agree. Option. I think I'm I'm okay with Baldur's Gate being two because I think that in the long term I don't foresee myself going back to it very often just as like something to listen to. Like, I think it is very impressive from a technical perspective, but I, I, I just don't know if it's going to be in the, you know, like kind of in my headspace as much long-term as yeah. Zelda will be. I mean, it'd be great as a tabletop gaming background score, if nothing else. Yeah. And that said, like when there's a new <laughs> Zelda game, it'll probably, I'll probably like be listening to that one instead. So like you could also make the counter argument. Yeah. Um, and once again, like favorite score, we mentioned this, but it's both how did it use the music in the game to an extent, and also just like would I listen to it outside? Like I'm kind of, and I've not no hard and fast rules about how we are necessarily um, considering these. Um, but okay, well I'm, I'm going to hesitantly slot in Zelda first, Baldur's Gate second. Yeah, do Zelda. Yeah, I I, I will not argue. Um, so we got three more slots. I do think High Fiber should be here. Mm-hmm. it's just a kind of question of if there's like other ones you want to vouch for um i will say i have a lot of um a lot of jrpg representation on here i probably don't need to i probably don't need to see all of them on here um um i think i mean diablo 4 was like one that i considered putting on my and i would be very happy to see it on here as well um we discussed it at length and i just think it's a good like you said it's also a kind of just nice return to form just to see it you know yeah, like scale. series kind of yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. returned to a little more of what I remember in like two mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, okay, I'm gonna hesitantly slot in. Like, I'm just gonna write some stuff down on, Do on our list here. You tell me how you yeah. feel. I like what I'm doing. I like Diablo. Okay. Diablo four was my one, so I, I feel good with it at three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and what if I just like slot in like a little? 
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, my JRPG pick right here. Do you think, so okay. is Final Fantasy above Octopath and Honkai for you? Um, For me personally, yes. Um, Not, I mean, they're all kind of doing different things, but it just... That game, 16 in particular, is very much built around these kind of big, like, spectacle moments. Yeah. Where, like, the music just has to hit really hard. And I think it, like, nails all of those, like, perfectly, which is very impressive for um, for this. So that probably, of those, like, kind of three JRPG, well, Final Fantasy 16 is more of an action RPG. But um, of, of all three of Semantics. those, I'd say that's yeah. kind of the one I would throw up there. Um, okay. Yeah, this feels pretty good to me then. Like I I mean, if you want to try list. to get Final Fantasy above Diablo. Oh, no, no, can, no, 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 no. I think you can go to bat for it. I'd rather have games that we both aligned on be higher because okay. that represents, I yeah, think. Yeah, and yeah. also th- these are all games with the exception of Hi-Fi Rush that we have talked about on the show, which yeah. it is kind of insane we haven't talked about like arguably one of the coolest sound design games of this year yet. So maybe we'll fix that. It was just a busy time. Like it was it really like, was. There's so much going on at, at once this year. Yeah. Been... And we kind of were trying to keep up with releases, I felt like yeah. for the most part this year. I would mm-hmm. love I'm assuming next year we're gonna have a little more of a lull. Hopefully. I don't know for sure. But like I would love to have kind of more just general discussion ones or older games or things we didn't get to get to talk about. Um maybe just like franchise discussions. More opportunity for those maybe next year but okay let me read let me read through this list since we've been talking about it but i don't think i actually read it aloud yep so our top five in order from one to five from our favorite to our fifth favorite <laughs> is zelda tears of the kingdom baldur's gate 3 diablo 4 final fantasy 16 and hi-fi rush um yep. and i'm just going to do some honorable mentions um, let's each let's each pick an honorable mention with the ones that from our list that didn't make it. What what would you like to have honorable mentioned? Mm, I mean, I think Hogwarts Legacy was my only Hogwarts one Legacy. that I brought forth that didn't make it. So and I'll do Octopath. Yeah, I'll do Octopath too. Mm-hmm. Honkai is also really good. Listen to its soundtrack. Um, cool, cool, nice. Okay, well, let's segue into audio design. We've already talked about some of these. Do you want to start with? Hi-Fi Rush, anything to add there? Yeah, let's talk about Hi-Fi Rush a little bit because we haven't, that, that, we haven't really even talked about like what that game is or what it's doing, and mm-hmm. I think that that is really cool. So I played this game when it surprise dropped near the beginning of the year. It was announced and released the same day, which was very exciting. Yeah, um, always fun. It is a rhythm action game. It's in the vein yeah. of like a Devil May Cry or like a Bayonetta, Bayonetta where it's like kind of a combo mine. based yeah, like yeah. character fighting game. Except this one's big thing is that it's all based in like rhythm and timing to music. And so your combos, your combat, the like level design, the platforming, everything is like constantly moving to the music as it's playing. Um, and it all works like kind of perfectly, like astoundingly. It works kind of perfectly. Um and yeah, just the music was great. The sound, like even apart from just the way that it incorporated that into the gameplay, just like the sound effects, the combat, um, everything was just, yeah, it did a really great job. Um, really cool game. It'd be probably my number one pick for just like audio design overall this year, honestly. Nice. Um, anything cool. to add to Hi-Fi Rush? No, I don't think so. Again, like I haven't played it as much as I'd like to have yet. But I would recommend. It was a solid one. Not a hugely not doesn't like overstate's welcome either. Like it's got a good 
It's like a perfect length. Yeah, it's like six hours, right, yeah. or something. Six seven hours. Yeah. yeah, and there's like you could replay it like on harder difficulties and stuff, and definitely get like more out of it if you want to. But if you just kind of want to have like a cool rhythm experience and just you know vibe for like a couple days and just play through Hi-Fi Rush. Um, it's a good. It's a good game. Nice. Cool. Um, let's see. I'll bring up other ones that we have talked about already uh, yeah. today. Um, Baldur's Gate was my mm-hmm. was another big one for me. We talked about. I feel the sound design more than the score in our episode on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel I feel we've got to talk about. <laughs> Refer it. back to that yeah. if you want to hear more about what we thought it's of just Baldur's Gate. Real 3. good spell effects. Like so much inventory sounds. The sound of the dice rolling. So good. Yeah. It really immerses you in like the Dungeons and Dragons of it all. Yep. Successfully. Yep. Um, it's kind of it, it achieves like the fantasy of like, you know, if you're like playing a tabletop game, and you have like a soundboard or something, which I admittedly have not done in a very long time. But like, you know, it's like you're you're imagining all these like things happening. Right. But it's like it's cool to cast a fireball and you hear the fireball spell. And it's like, yeah, think of that for like. All of the spells. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, like the dictation of the spells and the voice acting just at large is like cannot be understated so here. It's yeah, so, it's so good. Um, this yeah. game is just like a again like a feat. It's like so inc- it is incredible that it exists. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. That was that was up there for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I'll nominate another one that we have we haven't talked about yet today, but we did talk about earlier in this year, and that is Amnesia: The Bunker. Ah, oh, nice. Um, this game I'm nominating because, um, I think it places like sound very like front and center in just the gameplay of it all and how, you know, you're attempting to navigate this bunker and this maze. It's like labyrinthine and already has like creepy things going on and sound and everything, but like every action you do, um, from like cranking up your light, opening up doors, shooting, whatever, like you're aware of just how loud it is and the way that's like affecting everything around you. And if you're hearing things approaching or getting further away, I don't know. It just, it did a very good job of immersing you in that terrifying experience and making you acutely aware of all the sound you are making and how that might, you know, be a bad thing for you yep. <laughs> depending on how much you're making and i thought that was just really well done yep. so sound is like is like half half of those games so yeah i think that, that it would not totally be nearly the, the terror and the scariness of it like is largely i think due to the sound almost more than anything else yeah totally cool um i've got another one that we did talk about uh, and that's hogwarts legacy again yeah talk about today we didn't do it didn't do an episode on it but this is a good, this conversation has been a good potential just like, maybe we should talk about these, these games. games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I suspect yeah. there'll anyway. be a Hogwarts Legacy expansion or something at some point. Maybe we can circle back at that point. But um, anyway, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I kind of alluded to it before. It's just like, it's got all of the Harry Potterisms, all of the Wizarding mm-hmm. World stuff is there. The spells sound good. They feel good. The combat's like good and reactive. Um just like the little effects when like the people are like enchanting their brooms and they're like sweeping the things like it's good world building through sound and it's very enchanting and magical and fun. Um, yeah, I think several of these are probably going to be examples of this, but like when the sound design, I feel like hits a certain level of like polish, it just like kind of becomes so natural that you don't notice how much it's adding to the immersive experience. Like 
Baldur's Gate and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel yeah. like this one is just, it was really well done. A lot of cool effects in a very beloved universe. And uh, I feel they did it justice. So. Yeah, I feel like the goal, I feel like the goal, and it's the same thing I mentioned with favorite score, but with Hogwarts Legacy, it's just, hey, did it, did it make you feel like you were in a Harry Potter movie? <laughs> and if so, then I think it did its job, right? Like yeah. it successfully, you know, sucked you into that world, which I think is what people have wanted forever, right? It's just a really cool Harry Potter-esque yeah. game right, um, right. that lets them kind of live out that fantasy. And, you know, the spell effects and just the Hogwartsness of it all, like that all, you know, it's a big part of it. Oh, and totally. so, totally. yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. Am I back up? Yes, Me? yes, sir. My next one is Cocoon. Hey, that's on my um, list as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just listen to our episode about Cocoon. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I like this game's score in that, like the the music that played and like the cues and everything were really cool, but it's so like sparse. Yeah, sparse and just also kind of like there there weren't just like songs so much as there were just like soundscapes and just the ways it kind of interacted with the world and kind of just came in and out and felt like it changed depending on what I was doing like I don't know it was the, the, the score aspect of it was really cool but that's why I'm throwing it here instead of in score yeah um, it's I feel like it's kind of the same thing we, we kind of talked about the pros and cons of this with like Zelda where you have like these like yeah. generative sounds that are the music and like it's kind of hard to be like Yes, this is a great score because it's like it's really like someone kind of came up with a really good tool set and it was like the perfect mm-hmm. intersection of like art and technology here. And like, yeah, that's a cool thing. So I think, again, this is like on that blurry line of like what is like score versus audio and sound design. But yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we talked about this on the episode, I might be misremembering, but I think that. Like there, there were like the two kind of major people involved in that game were like the main like developer programmer and there was like the sound director were kind yeah. of like the two people and so I was like it wasn't composer it was like sound director and that was kind of like yeah it was like a whole thing like the, the, the audio design of that game was like in its entirety what was really cool about it to me and yeah just so many it was so weird and so good and um yeah Go go listen to the episode on Cocoon if you want nice. more thoughts on Cocoon. But it was good. Yeah, cool. My next one is like we could we could we could disqualify this one if we want because it okay. is uh, I'm curious. Phantom Liberty, <laughs> the cyberpunk expansion. Oh, now okay, it came out this. It's, it's kind of like I mean, okay, it's an expansion that came out this year, but it's like not a new, you know. It's just like more of the thing, but um, it's okay. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to kind of be the same story here as like yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. It just like does a really good job of putting you in cyberpunk world. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like the voice acting is good, well written. I I feel it's really really well written. I think it's kind of polarizing. Some people can't like suspend their disbelief with how over the top it is, but I it works for me. Um, and yeah, just like the music and the just like the ambiance and the sound of the street and stuff. There was some technical problems that I feel really did like broke this magic at launch that kind of have been fixed in, in, in patches before and after the expansion came out. And it's just like, man, this, this is a good open world, great open world sandbox game. Now. Um, I mean, one could even argue it's just like 
the patches for cyberpunk here or what I'm advocating more, more than like phantom Liberty. It's like they fixed the thing that we were all waiting for, for 10 years. Um, yeah, but either way, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, a big sound. Think... the gun sounds great. Yeah. I remember when we discussed this on the episode, I talked about a sequence relatively early on where you're talking to someone and you like get into a car Mm-hmm. And just go for like a drive, which I assume happens many more times throughout that game. But at least in the first instance of it, I remember just being impressed. And I don't know if this is something the patches added or adjusted. Probably, probably not. But like, I just remember being impressed with the way, like, just even the voice lines seem to kind of adjust depending on like the context of like where you were, if you were outside versus in the car, the way that like the sound got kind of muffled, all of, like, the various like foley that happened as you were getting into it, like, just the amount of work that went into just that one scene. I remember being like, wow, this is really impressive. And just it's technical implementation of a lot of that just kind of ambient sound and everything felt very impressive to me as I was playing it. So yeah, I like that game. It was cool. I want to go back and play more. Yeah. Yep. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. All right. Um, well, <laughs> fresh off the heels of our last episode, my next nomination is Alan Wake 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, for basically the reasons that we talked about, I think, um, as far as, okay, so I've already nominated Misha the Bunker, but we kind of talked about this on the Alan Wake episode where like their approach to sound is like totally different where Alan Wake is a very like cinematic horror game, right? And Misha is a very like, not that it's a very much just kind of throw you into this and scare you. Um, and Alan Wake, well, not scare you necessarily. You're going to scare yourself as you navigate through here. And this <laughs> AI comes and, you know, really ruins your day. Mm-hmm. Alan Wake 2 is very much kind of, you know, it's very focused on the presentation and the moments and just the cinematic nature of it all. Um, and it just, I think, succeeds on every level, just from its use of like music in certain spots, just to rack up tension voice acting um the just kind of heaviness of like the combat and the effects and everything that's going on like every combat encounter in that game feels kind of messy and like a struggle like you want in a good survival horror game and a lot of that's just down to kind of like how loud every bullet you know every wasted bullet feels and just how impactful every shotgun blast feels or every time you get hit with something, just how you know loud it is and how much of your health goes away. Um, it just really accomplished it and um, really cool moments as well. So Alan Wake 2. Yeah, I think that is, a, that is an impressive feat, I think, from a sound perspective. is like, how do you make every moment feel tense? Uh, like, going, mm-hmm. going back to, like, the Hunt Showdown episode, yeah. like, shooters like that that are very, like, slow and, like, make everything feel weighty. I think sound has a lot to do with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool sure. to see. Yeah. Cool. Last nomination here? Are you through all of yours? Um, you have one more. I've, I could, I've got one more. Let's see what you do. Yeah, okay. Let's see what you do. It's not, okay. you're not, we're not going to share this one hot off the press uh, in, in theme <laughs> with the game itself. And I know you haven't played this one because we just talked about it before the show. I've been playing the finals for like the past oh. week. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this game's this game's got energy. So you know, like yeah. <laughs> the first time when you boot up one of those, um, like Fall Guys, you know, like Fall Guys is like the sound gets you into kind of this headspace. With Fall Guys mm-hmm. is like really silly and over the top and loud and zany and fun. Yeah. Finals has that same energy, but it's like 
slightly more serious, but it's still like very tongue in cheek because it's the, the whole premise is like you're in this hyper competitive like Las Vegas game show thing for money where you're like killing each other to win the prize. But it's there's like announcers and they're over the top and I've been playing it for probably, I don't know. 10 hours or so and it like hasn't gotten annoyingly repetitive yet like when a team gets wiped out and they say oh there goes the whatever there's like a bunch of names for teams um the overdogs or whatever like underdogs overdogs anyway it's just like very fun and loud and over the top and it like gets you into this you know like uh excited state that is just kind of this pseudo fast paced shooter um I think in particular because I wasn't really expecting this to grip me as much. I was kind of just like, oh, man, this is really well done. Uh, And yeah, it's not like building this crazy ambience or anything, but it's it's very uh, game showy, you know, in a super a super cool way. So awesome. Yeah, I have not played the finals yet. I mean, yeah, it is very hot off the press. I mean, didn't it come out officially literally like a week ago? Yeah, I don't know if it's even technically out of like early release, so maybe we can disqualify it. <laughs> I don't know if we're in V1 yet, but it's... Uh, Let's see where it lands on the list, and maybe at worst we could also keep it in the back burner for the Octis 2024 if we want to. Totally. Uh, keep it in the running. But, um, okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to sneak in one more. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and that's going to be um, Mario Wonder. Oh, yeah. This one was tough Only, for me. I'm, I'm, I feel, yeah. 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 I mean, we talked about, we, we had a whole discussion, I think, on like <laughs> how much is too much when it comes just to like sound effects and just everything going on in a level. But I will say, if nothing else, just like the sheer attention to detail with everything in Mario Wonder was super impressive to me. Like when we were talking about the note blocks and how the arpeggiated notes would adjust the scale they're playing based on the background music that's going on. It's all a little like just, I don't know. I was constantly impressed and just a little delighted by all the different things and all the different sounds, all the different wonder like fruit experiences in that game. And I think the sound design was a big part of that. So yeah. Kudos to Mario wonder. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up and kind of advocated for it. Cause I feel like we have a tendency as like people focused on video games to like discount games that are like made for mass market appeal, like Mario and yeah. stuff. So like, Oh, like those aren't the games <laughs> that we play, but, uh, Coon over here and like Mario wonder. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> like, um, two very opposite sides of the room. Yeah. Cause I feel like, like this is not something that most people would think about right away when talking about, it. but it is like, it's one of those words just like, it's so well done. Like it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's like zero notes. I mean, maybe we could talk about it being, too loud and over the top. It's like, There's no, this is very intentional. Like this is, they're doing yeah. exactly what they intend to be doing here. Um, yeah. So I think, I think cool. it's good to, good to consider at least. Awesome. This is going to be more okay. difficult. This, we have a lot, yeah, more we got here. a lot much longer list here. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think once again, there are a few that we aligned on, or I think at least uh, thought were both probably near the, near the top. So I'm going to, I'm going to bold those and you let me know what you think. If, if you agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Baldur's definitely Baldur's Gate, Gate definitely Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I honestly, I didn't have on my list, but until you mentioned it, but Cyberpunk, I would be very happy to see up there just by how just technically impressed I was by everything in that game. Yeah. <laughs> we also did like, I think Starfield, like not very long after that one, and just kind of seeing the gap and just technical implementation across those two. I was uh, like, wow, yeah, man, the more I sit on Star- Starfield, the more upset i get about it it's not dunk on starfield right now this is the octis it's a happy time okay Okay. so we got those three Mm -hmm. um 
I think honestly, I I would love like High Five Rush is my number one. I would be totally happy with, but I don't want to force you into that if you don't agree. <sighs> See, okay, I'm I'm kind of surprised you maybe? didn't you didn't bold cocoon there. Because I, oh, I feel sorry, cocoon. I would yeah, sorry. I, I didn't realize I was was that on your list as well. Yeah, cocoon for sure. There? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cocoon should be there too. Okay, I I would I, I would I was about to advocate for cocoon being my favorite because I think First. it was kind of unique in that it's like we're appreciating this as like a sound experience versus like doing the universe really well, right? Like, yeah. and I think that that and one could argue that that is like easier than like the sound design team on. Hogwarts Legacy or Cyberpunk or something. I, I'm sure there were more hours of work cumulatively that all the people working on those things put in. But there, mm-hmm. there's like I always have a soft spot in my heart for like this is a labor of love. You can tell by the way it is, and like it just they really nailed. This is like one or two people's vision. Like they had a vibe they wanted to go for, and they made this thing. And I think that I'm always like I'm my I'm kind of tugged towards those more like little crafted experiences versus like a very well done triple a like achievement yeah i'd agree i think with a lot of the ones we've nominated you could kind of maybe not all all of these fit into this but you could kind of separate them into games that did like cool things with sound or you know like you know yeah, did, did cool things or games that just immersed us very, very well and effectively, um, which are both important. Um, but we definitely you, you could kind of group a lot of these into like one of those buckets. And I do think that like doing unique or cool things with sound for me is like I'd love to see more of those talked about, represented or thrown on here. And then, you know, um, yeah, immersive games. We've got a few that I think are all kind of doing a similar thing, like Cyberpunk and Hogwarts. I think are two that are like very much doing similar things. Yeah, with what they're setting out to do there for sure. I mean, um, especially because they're we we we've prefaced this by saying they're our favorites. Like I, I they are I, our favorites. Like, I like talking about it. I keep telling people about it. I'm not I'm not walking up to anyone being like, you've got to play Hogwarts Legacy because the the yeah. you know levitation spell like <laughs> sound is so good. Like I don't know, it's just a different thing. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, well, in that case, what if we, like, maybe Cocoon and Hi-Fi Rush yeah. maybe up there yeah, to start? Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush, I feel like we've already talked about it, but it's kind of the same thing. It's just like sound is so integral and incorporated into it. Um, yeah, and done so well. Yeah. Like the combat in the game was very fun because I was doing it in time with the music and it like worked and I was impressed. Um, <laughs> yeah. yep. um, how would we feel about Baldur's Gate after those? I think I think then the question is kind of, yeah, like how, because so then of these other ones that are more of the world, you got like Baldur's Gate, I, I, these are would kind of be my three fours probably would be like Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk, Hogwarts for me, but I know you haven't played it. So, um, I would, w- yeah, like one of those, one of those three, I guess. Okay, I think we we both aligned some Baldur's Gate just between the voice acting and just the effects and just the sheer breadth of everything. I would love to see this relative. Like I would yeah. love to see this in the top three. I'm going to slot in Baldur's Gate for now. Yep. I think that that's fair, especially given that cyberpunk is again, like it's kind of an expansion. They just kind of use the tool set that was there and improved upon a thing. I think, yeah, we got to give Baldur's Gate credit a little bit of credit there. I think of, of the rest that I have talked about, I think my others were like amnesia, Alan Wake and Mario. Mm-hmm. I honestly would say Amnesia would probably be my like one I would I would nominate the most just because of how 
terrifying and successfully terrifying it was for me. So if I had to pick like one from my like three that I have left, I don't necessarily care where it would go, but that'd probably be my pick of those yeah, three. I, I think that that makes sense. I think it's pretty different than these other ones as well in like what it's doing with sound. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think amnesia is a reasonable number four. Or it could be five if you want to. I, I if I would be happy to see. I mean, between would, would you think Hogwarts Legacy or Cyberpunk would probably be your pick for one of these last two slots? Uh, probably. What What was your other one? Oh, finals maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I don't. Yeah, finals is a cool novelty. Again, like kind of in the same vein. I'm tempted to maybe push it a little higher because it's like doing something different in a kind of fun way. Like up-tempo music and it's like exciting sound it's kind of it's in the hi-fi mm-hmm. rush versus just like it has a good vibe you know uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, i think that I, I think that yeah yeah i think in my like heart of hearts cyberpunk's i think gotta be up there for i me. really enjoyed i didn't yeah. spend a ton of time with cyberpunk but i remember being just like wow i am into this world just like as soon as i booted it up um so i'm happy that's the uh, number four yeah cyberpunk um, what do we so basically? So it's what our last slot is, is the fight between maybe amnesia and like the finals, maybe. Yeah, and I, I can't, <laughs> I can't in good faith, like I've been saying here, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't um vouch for the finals over the craft that is going into these amnesia. It goes into the amnesia they are very games. different games of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um. I, th- I think Amnesia does round out our list in a nice way. Like, this is a pretty varied... <laughs> so are the finals. Those are both very weird, like, doing different things in the games that we've got here. But I think... I don't hate I don't hate this list if yeah. you don't hate nope. this list. I don't hate it okay. at all. All right. Mm-hmm. So the Octis for favorite... Our favorite <laughs> audio design. Oh, we have Cocoon coming in first, followed by Hi-Fi Rush... Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, and Amnesia, The Bunker. Uh, would you like the finals to be your honorable mention? Yeah, sure. I think it's interesting, too, because it just came out and it's kind of got that, that thing. I'll yeah. see how that ages. I'm, I'm, I'm probably yeah. going to check it out soon. <laughs> yeah. um, I will throw... Man, I, re- I really do like Alan Wake, too, and I think it has some incredible audio design, but just for just for the whimsy of it all, I'm going to throw Mario Wonder. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> Listen, Alan yeah. Wake 2 is arguably like my game of the year maybe mm-hmm. um but it's the whole package sure you know it's got everything yeah. mario wonder was like really like i just i was so delighted every time i was um in the sound in particular there so um yeah alan wake 2 is really good nice i'm not gonna write it down as an honorable mention but i'm gonna verbalize it as Here's a game that i would highly recommend mention. yes cool. um cool so i will say we are already going to be pretty high on time based on a normal just kind of um recording length with what we've discussed so far maybe we we maybe we save our minor updates for our next regular episode and just let our octies speak for themselves sure mine was going to be the finals so there you, oh, there you so go so we've already talked there, about there, yours i didn't yeah, okay easy mm-hmm. cool um and i also have to you know edit in some audio clips of all of these various <laughs> games that we've talked about which is going to add another like 10 minutes to what we've done it's the octis so. dude they're an event they they, they deserve an hour they they deserve a full a full hour <laughs> of octet 
Um, all right. Well, Noel, where can people um, find and follow Octet so they can, you know, you know, find our finalized list of these octies so they can go and look these games up? Yes, yes. Um, octetpod.com is the website. Discord.octetpod.com will get you to our Discord server. Um, there'll be a link to the Discord in the show notes. And we are octetpod on all social media. Our email and everything is on the website. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. Happy Octies. We did it. Yeah. Congrats to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and Cocoon it's for our favorite score. All lang It was a really we good year for yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, there Very was impressive. There was so much. There's so many games. There's so many games. So many big games like that, that required a lot of time. So yeah. hopefully we can catch up. Yeah. Here. Well, um, then I guess our our next episode will be in the new year. Is that yeah. an accurate statement? I think so. Yeah, maybe we might have. Okay. I have to well, push back one ep- episode, like back one week there, but um, no, well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Okay, well then, I guess if nothing else, until next time. Until next time.